Welcome to the In-Law Suite. I'm Crystal. And I'm Nicole. And we are your new favorite in-laws. This is the podcast where we talk about everything. So grab some coffee or some wine and close the door behind you. Because you're in the In-Law Suite. So let's go. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the In-Law Suite. On today's episode, we're going to talk about is marriage important? So that includes whether... You should be married or shacking up. Why do people get married? Is it because it's a thing to do or is it because I'm truly in love? I guess we have to figure that one out. (laughs) But before we get to the topic, let's go to Nicole's Corner and talk about the highlights of the week. Ding, ding, ding. Boom. (laughs) So today, so Chrisani, what is the highlight of your week? Um, the highlight of my week ha- has been watching the Olympics. Awesome. I love the Olympics, especially the <laughs> Summer Olympic- Olympics with gymnastics. I don't know if you know this about me. Are you doing shade? Huh? No, no, no. <laughs> Are you doing shade? Because you know no. I've not been watching the Olympics. I was just going to say, I don't know if you know this, but growing up, I always wanted to be an Olympian. No, I did not. Yes, I wanted to be a gymnast. Uh I used to beg and beg and beg for my mom to put me in gymnastics. I was a dancer, like a serious dancer. I danced all the time, all my life up through college. And, Uh um, but I always wanted to be a gymnast. And my mom always told me no, because I was too clumsy. And she said I was going to kill myself if I did gymnastics. So, um, yeah, she's the reason why I'm sitting here and not over in Tokyo right well, now. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> you wouldn't have the in-law suite if you was at the Olympics That's right Well, it would be so. the Olympic suite. <laughs> hey, that sounds nice too. But I wouldn't be able to help you out because I don't watch the Olympics. So. Yeah, girl. I just, I just look at the highlights and I also look at, you know, make sure who's winning. I know who's going. Like the main yeah. person who's going. <laughs> You know, one person. And that's all I know is Simone Biles. Oh, that's all that person I know. I don't um, follow it, like, leading up to the Olympics, but I like yeah. to watch the events. Like, I watch them enough to be familiar with the people by the end of the event, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, what was your highlight of the week? So, my highlight of the week, I got a couple. Okay. So, we just did an Instagram. Instagram. Instagram live for the Woo! first time. Yay. That was, was fun. It was super fun. Yeah, that was fun. And we're going to continue to do those. Um, I also, I have like a lot, okay? okay. Um, I also was granted the opportunity to become a godmother. <laughs> oh, you're so To cute. my little <laughs> Mamas, I was super happy. I must say, Liddy, I was super happy. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I am Miss Andrea's godmother. I'm just super excited (laughs) and super honored. I can't wait to just you know squeeze a little butt flat. And can I just tell you, we have been talking about this since she was like two weeks old. Hey. <laughs> so I was I don't know, do you remember when I like asked you about it? 
months ago. Yeah, you was like, are you a godmommy to... Godmommy. Are you a godmother to anybody? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And, you know, we talked about it, but... Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about that. That's... Yay! I'm sure she's excited, mom. too, because you're her real mama anyway. So. Uh, no, I know. I gotta come pick her up. I gotta hey, take her Hey, did out. you see... Did I tell you that I conditioned her hair? Did I tell you about this? No! I've gotta let you see, because when I tell you she got a whole new person's head hair on her head really yes that could i had to go out and buy like regular people conditioner because you know how much hair that girl has yeah when i tell you i was able to detangle it part it and like style it in less than five minutes go ahead yeah i can't wait to see it was super cute yeah she's got four little puff balls Oh my gosh! Because you know I I'm not on your level. I can't put no braids in it or nothing. But <laughs> I did some puff balls. That is so cute. I can't was, wait. I should go see her. I, and all like, I needed was a little conditioner, tomorrow. and her, her her texture is like silky. Yours. That's what Miss B said, but I don't feel like you it's got like a <laughs> lot of hair. You got a. You know, some people say you got really thick hair. Yeah, you have a lot of strands in your hair. Yes, which I do. Andrea has a lot of strands in her hair, and Both. you have that nice soft curly hair, and she got that nice soft curly. But hair. her hair is thin and fine, like it's fine and silky. It, uh, I don't see no crazy. fineness in her thick hair. But I'm telling you, since I put the conditioner, it's a whole different texture, girl. Okay, I got to I'm gonna see my little mama's. She gonna look cute regardless with her. I, I think it's thick hair, but she's gonna it's be so still cute. thick. It's still thick, but it's you'll see. It's totally so different. her curls are probably more bigger. They're wider. looser. Yeah, looser, a yeah. lot looser. And you can okay. actually like see her scalp. You know, before like you couldn't even reach down see her to her scalp, girl. Yeah, you could get a comb through it. It's crazy with that condition. Miracle yeah, conditioner. What is it? What is it called? Oh, I just bought Aussie. Love some Aussie. I do too. Aussie is the best. It is because I use it for my hair, so I figured I would try it for her because they had the shampoo and conditioner in one. And I felt like that was better than me having to do they like a do. wash. Let for, me write it's that the down. Kid, it's the kids. Oh, uh, yeah. I still get it for but kids. But I was gonna too, say you could probably still get away with it because it was still a nice slip to it. Yeah. Two and one. All right. I don't monopolize your uh, highlight. Uh, it's all right. Just, it's mean, all that, right. That should have been my real highlight, combing through my daughter's <laughs> I've hair. I've been able to comb through my baby's <laughs> hair. There's nothing wrong with that. Because that 10-month-old well, afro she was rocking, that thing was driving me crazy and making well, my I'm nerves glad, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you got that under control. Cause her, <laughs> uh, but, um... All right, the real highlight, you know, guys, every time I have to talk to you guys about the Love Island, okay? And last night, last night, not last night, but Sunday night, my boy Cinco is gone. It's gone home. Bom, bom. I was <laughs> so upset. And the host was upset too. I know, that was cute. She was that was very like, cute. I'm crying. <laughs> she said, I'm sad, like. Like, why, why y'all? Oh, my gosh. So, if y'all don't know, Love Island is like a four, no. Five nights. Comes on five, yeah, five nights. And, you know, people get voted off here and there. But I was truly hoping that this time, Jeremy's behind was going to finally go away. Because <laughs> he is pointless, boring. I just don't understand him. So... That was what I wanted, and then I saw Cinco go home. I was like, 
this is suck. This just sucks. I mean, I think he did cash wrong in the beginning, but like, what? Do you, what? And after this, we're gonna drop highlight of the week. But should Cash have picked Cinco or should she have picked Charlie? I think that her she likes Cinco more yeah. than Charlie, and I, I agree. think that she brought Charlie back because I'm not gonna say wrong intentions, but. I don't think she, I think she knew really in her heart that she wasn't going to be able to really focus on him. But yeah. she she strikes me as somebody that likes to have like one in the bag, you know. And so, yeah, he, she would have something on the back burner. Right. Because if you yeah. notice, once Cinco left, her whole attitude towards Charlie changed. And she oh, was yeah. giving him the attention that he was trying to get this whole time. But at this point, he's like. He already peeped game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're only he giving do. me this attention because you don't have no fallback person at this point. But yep. up until then, she kept telling him, like, telling him good lip service, but then her actions was something totally different. Because I he agree. should not have had to come and break them up from talking every two seconds. Every time she wasn't with him, she was somewhere in Cinco's face. And then you heard what she said when she left. I would kiss you, but I don't want to get sent home because all she's thinking about is how she looks on TV. No, she said, if I kiss you right now, I'm 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 going to want to leave with you. No, she said, I'm going to be walking out the door behind you, meaning that people would stop liking her. I thought it meant that she was going to go with him because she loves him like she cares about him. I didn't get the tent that that's people were going to kick her worse out. to me. But that's I, what I'm saying. I agree. I think that's worse. I'm like, poor Charlie. Wait till he hear this. And then she but, gonna go back and tell Charlie, he tried to kiss me, but I told him my heart belongs to you. Well, when did you say that? Because cause I heard subtitles. you kissed me. <laughs> I'm going out with you. That's what I heard. Girl. So I think it's all a lie. But it's all going to come out when they all watch And it, I so. am sorry. I have really, because I, I love you and I trust your opinion. And you promised me I was going to like this girl. I do not like her. There is something about, not that I dislike her, but I would never want to like go to lunch with her or call her and talk to her. Like she is super annoying to me. I would think you would like her in a sense of for the show, not to be your friend. Oh. Like I like her as like probably one of my favorite contestants on the show. But as of late, she has been getting on my nerves. Right now, the person that I like the most is probably Shannon because she's a loyal friend. Which one and is like Shannon? The, the one, one that, that was had... going off on Will. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get him. She was... I, Shannon's my girl right now. Yeah, I don't I like care what her. anybody says. She was... She's the only person that's been 100% real, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, she speaks her truth, and it is what it is. Take it or leave it. I like her, and then... What happened to the purple hair girl? Oh, she left, girl. She left in the bonus episode. She the one that said, told everybody, oh, Will and Kira know each other outside of, they knew each other before being on the <gasps> show. No. And, yeah, and she, I guess something about her OnlyFans account or something like that. Yeah, girl, girl, get that button. Because you know they got on about the being on social media and being raunchy yeah. and stuff. Cause she got an OnlyFans account. Girl, she good. This she said, "I need three stuff. episodes to Girl. get my raises up and off." Yeah, out. so so she left voluntarily. We I don't know if it's voluntarily or the producer told her she had to go, but it was on the bonus episode. She just randomly left. Told her she had to go because she had an OnlyFans. 
I don't know. I don't know. I think that maybe that information probably wasn't disclosed when she got on there. Um, and I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know if that's it or she left voluntarily. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but I know she just, it was about bounce. Cause I when you saw though. the episode, I just thought about nah. her for the first time. I liked her because I felt like, I mean, she went on there to get married. You know, she was on there to find a little. She was on there to increase her, increase her yeah. Instagram followers and her OnlyFans, and she wanted to have a little little thingy thing popping off. That, that's very there. very nice. <laughs> but that's not what Love Island is for. So bye. Love bye, Island Leslie. is for a check because if it was just for love, they would not have a cash prize at the end. So there, I'm not buying. None I of I I agree, but at least stay true to the daggone reason why y'all own the show. Like they at least are. try to find love. For a check. They knew about the check when they signed up. Yeah, but no, they they supposed to at least act like they found love. Like Shannon and Josh. Is it Josh? Yeah, Josh. I'm I'm about to say Jake because I keep getting the UK and the USA one mixed up. But but anywho. So now let's get into the topic, okay? Yes. We had enough of the the highlights because we can go on that for days. <laughs> so, um, so today's topic we're supposed to talk about why is marriage important. Um, I'm gonna just go straight in. Okay, Christina, why is marriage important? So, I think it varies from person to person, right? Because, uh-huh. like back in the day, uh-huh. marriage was important for stability yeah women relied on getting married in order to survive and so i think that over time as there have been more freedoms for women women no longer need approval to get a bank account they no longer need a man in order to purchase a home they can work independently i think now it's become less of a necessity and more of a option yeah you know and like for me i was raised by a single mom my mom has never been married so it's not like a foreign concept to me for me to see a woman that is completely self-sufficient doesn't rely on a man for anything um and so i think that as those things have become more separate then the the value i guess of marriage has decreased because essentially I feel like a lot of the benefits that you get of from being married, you can replicate them still being single. Like you can sign a beneficiary form and leave everything to whoever you want to leave it to when you die yep. without being yeah. married. Yeah. I agree. I think when it comes to marriage, a lot of people don't marry like their best friend or their friend. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, as you can tell, we watch a lot of reality TV, right? Mm-hmm. So people get married on TV shows, married at first sight, where you don't even know who you're marrying. I love that And to show. me, like, I love the show too, but in my opinion, is that what marriage should be? Like, you just, ma- like an arranged marriage? There have been, the, the arranged marriages have been proven historically to work well. It has. Not in our society, it's a foreign concept to us, but it's not foreign in a lot of societies. In my eyes, I wouldn't want an arranged marriage. Like, I, I'm glad that I was friends with my husband prior to being married. And I feel like if you don't know who you're marrying, like, 
how are you supposed to work together in, in a sense of y'all need to talk about before you get married, you're supposed to talk about money expectations in a marriage, right? Like, well, I feel like we, if we're talking about married at first sight, that's like a very unique and a scripted scenario, right? Because, but they do force them to have those conversations. It's just after the marriage. But I yeah. think in a traditional, like arranged marriage, it's very rare that they don't need each other at all. It's just that like the families determine that this is a, a beneficial match. And then would you, would you want to arrange marriage? I think that it's hard for me to speak to a culture that I'm not a part of, but I can yeah. see that I don't see it as an impossibility. So when you accept a job, right, you accept it not knowing who your coworkers are going to be. And then once you get into the job, then you figure out the way to make those different working relationships work. So yeah, I but think you, that, but you chose the job, right? You don't, but and, when you're in arranged marriages, you don't choose to get married. They telling you you're getting married and you're getting married to this certain person. Well, I think those are and, two separate issues though. It is, if but I'm getting in, in regards with, to being on TV, getting married at first sight, of course you're choosing to get married. So I can understand like the comparison to like working with a coworker because you're going to learn to love your husband. But I wife, think right? that if you are talking about marriage from an objective place where you take love out of the equation. So in my opinion, I think that love is the least important factor in a successful marriage. That's my opinion, right? Uh-huh. So if you say that love is out of the equation and you are looking at objective factors, then I do feel like you, knowing me very well, could pick a good mate for me. The thing that I'm going to bring to the table is, am I attracted to this person? Do I feel butterflies when I talk to him? And those things do not make the marriage successful. So, and I and I feel like those things could come with time if there's other things that are there as long as we're both invested in the marriage. So I think that I could be okay with an arranged marriage if that's the scenario that I was in because if I'm saying now, if it was someone that didn't care about me and just was like, well, anybody can marry her, of course, that's problematic. But I think that you would choose someone that you genuinely thought was going to make me happy, that we had things in common. And I feel like if we're both invested in that, then it could be a successful match. So I really don't know if I trust somebody to make that big decision Mm -hmm. on like, picking my husband because I feel like when you talk about marriage, I don't look at it as like, Oh, I can divorce them anytime. Yeah. So I would want to marry somebody that I know that I feel like I can be with for, you know, forever. I would want to know the, that person. I guess I don't trust that somebody would be able to, not to say that they couldn't do it. I just would know, I would want to know who that person is before doing it because I don't take marriage lightly to just easily get divorced or to easily say, I just don't want to do this no more. I'm done. I want to fight for it. So, but I think that we're looking at it from like, I think you're looking at it in a position of that. The, the marriage was forced upon you. Right. So think of it as if 
you were single, you wanted to be married, and you hadn't met anyone yet, would you be more open to being set up? Like, essentially, it's a I, blind date. Yeah, I'll be set up as a blind date, but I don't know about instantly getting married. <laughs> well, I don't think it's instant because I feel like a lot, and I'm not pretending to be a culture expert on this, so... Um, but I feel like a lot of times they do know the person well. They may have even known them for many years, like before getting to the point of marriage. I don't think it's, I don't think anywhere is like what we see on the show. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, let's say we have two families. We're both 13 and they're like, hey, my son's going to be a doctor and your daughter's going to be a doctor. And our families would mutually benefit from this. He's a great person. She's a great person. And when they turn 18, we're going to marry them. And then it's like they introduce you, you spend time together, and you know, like, the intention that you both have is to be married. And what if y'all don't jail well? What if he has different views of what he feels like a wife should be? And what if she feels... You don't feel like that could happen even when you pick your spouse? No, not me, because I feel like those conversations <laughs> are going to be said prior to getting married. Like, I feel like y'all going to have talks of what is what will happen when we get married. Like, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's um, it's easy as simple as like who's cooking dinner all the time? Who's cleaning the house um, finances? How are we paying these bills? All that stuff should be communicated, in my opinion, before marriage. Because I feel like there's a lot of things, they always say two things break up marriages, right? Money and sex. And sex should be a conversation as well. How often they want to be pleased or you want to be pleased. I feel like all that stuff should be communicated prior to marrying somebody. And we, and can, if get, we, just, we can get off of the arranged marriage. I know that's not the topic, but no, why do you not. feel like those conversations can't happen? Why do you feel like they can't have those conversations? I feel like in regards to the main thing what we're trying to say is, is marriage important? Yes, marriage is important to people because I feel like if you build that type of uh, conversation with somebody, I would feel that you want to have that person with you as like a, as a best friend, like as your partner in crime, right. your, 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 your right-hand woman or man, right? So you're going to have those type of conversations with them because you guys are going to typically agree. Now, if y'all disagree, would y'all really want to get married? If y'all have different views and different, you know, opinions on what a marriage should be like, what their marriage should be like. I feel like my husband and I are really similar in how we think about certain things, but we are also very different. And that's where the compromise part comes in. Like there's a lot of times where he will have a very strong opinion in one way and I'll have a very strong opinion in the opposite way, Uh but it doesn't, I don't feel like that means that we shouldn't, that we're not compatible. It just means that we're different and we have, you know, different life experiences that are guiding our choices and our thought process as it relates to things. And we just have to come to like a common ground where we're both satisfied with how we determine what we're going to do. Yeah, I don't disagree that you should be identical to the person, but when I say conversations, you guys have an open conversation about it and you guys come to a mutual agreement on what should happen. 
You yeah. know, like if I feel like the the blinds should be up and open throughout the day, and he feels like no, they need to be closed. Well, look, if we both own the house and we both have <laughs> a right to say if they open or close, like we need to come to agreement. Okay, I'll keep them open during the day. You close them at nighttime. Let's come to an agreement. You know, like yeah. If they're if you guys are not willing to compromise on anything, then why? Why, why, why get married? <laughs> you know, like, so, okay. So let me ask you this, right? Uh-huh. Do you feel, so when we talk about like the value of even being married, do you feel yeah. like there are some instances where the, you just shouldn't be married? Like you, like as a, a certain person, uh, let's call her person a, uh-huh. under no circumstances should she get married? She should just intentionally be single. Or do you feel um, like there's someone out there for everyone? Mm, that's a hard one. I, I think everybody's entitled to their own destiny. So <laughs> if they feel like they don't want to get married and they just want to have a long life partner, that's completely up to them. Like, I feel like people nowadays value marriage differently. Like people, some people think it's really serious and they don't ever want to be bonded legally with somebody mm-hmm. but they may just want a, a partner together so that's why they eventually become common law married <laughs> married is that a real thing still i don't, I don't know think, i don't think it is i i don't know if it ever was but i think that i know you should i think about, it like, was i years. think it i thought it was longer than that though i thought it was seven years of living with somebody maybe that's how long until you get pronounced dead Oh, that's my I have no, I'm about to say, I have no idea about that. Yeah, I think Um, it's seven years. If you fake your death, you have to stay dead for seven years. Or if if you can't find a body, they can't pronounce you dead. You can't get the life insurance payout for seven years. I watch a lot of true crime stuff. Yeah, that's a different I I don't know how long the common law marriage is, maybe. I want to say, and I'm sorry if I'm completely wrong, I thought it was like 14 years or something like that. It was like a, it's a long time. So you have to be Um, married, you have to live together twice as long as you have to pretend like you're dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think, well, you you get a lot of benefits if the other person dies, if they have life insurance, but you also get a lot of benefits if you're married too, you know? Yeah. And, so. and that's what I was saying. Like they could just put you on their policy. Like that you don't have to be married. Yeah, to you don't be have the to be beneficiary. married. That's why you can buy I a would, house together without being married. Yeah. I would rather you say, look, I value marriage. Like the actual marriage. So important that I don't want to legally get married, but I want to be with you forever. Like, I'd rather you do that and then versus getting married and then t- a year later y'all getting divorced, you know? So why do you think that that happens? Because I feel like that does happen a lot. Why do you think, and I know it's hard for us to say because both of us have been married, some of us longer than others, okay? Okay, but- <laughs> 12 years. Um, no, I think um, the reason why, and this is just my opinion, I'm not like an expert or anything like that. I feel like sometimes people don't really get to know somebody. Like, you can get married. Let's say, oh, I'm in so much love with, I'm so in love with this person. He treats me right. He might be, he or she might be getting out of a a bad relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So they found this person that treats them 1,000% better. Right. 
So they said, I'm really in love. I want to marry this person. And they may have known the person for two months, right? Mm-hmm. They end up getting married, and you find out all about that person's family, how he claimed he had a house, but he's written, he or she <laughs> are written the house from somebody. He got bad credit. Um, he owe a lot of people. Um, he a drug dealer. Like, I feel like you should really, I keep saying he, he or she, um, <laughs> you, got you know, I, yeah, I feel like you should really know a person. So take the time to know who you're going to be. Like I always say, I feel like I married my best friend and he's still my best friend. Like you should marry your true best friend. Yeah. I, I think, I think that is, does play a part. What oh, yeah. I think contributes, I think a lot to marriage is not working out is that people have unrealistic expectations. Oh yeah. Going in. And oh yeah. They do not understand that. So for you and your husband, mm-hmm. I know that you guys disagree about things. You guys get mad at each other. You argue. He could get on your nerves. You can get on his nerves. Same thing with me and my husband. But mm-hmm. you don't say like, okay, so because he didn't throw his uh, cup in the trash can, I am <laughs> done. He's never going to throw his cup. And if he really loved me, then he would make sure he threw his cup in the trash can every single night. So clearly he doesn't love me, so I'm going to move on. Like, people expect that a marriage is going to be 99% just wonderfulness, and it's not. It's still like, it's still a job. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort on both parts, and a lot of having to accept people for all of their flaws, you know? Oh, yeah. Compromise. Yep. And people just think, oh, well, happy, what do they say? Happy, happy wife, wife, happy, happy life. life. Girl, no, 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 no. Happy no. spouse, happy house. Yeah, that too. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not all happy. happy. Yeah, you don't always, but if I feel strongly about something, like say I strongly feel like you should be doing more chores, right? right. I should not have to do all the house chores. And if he feels like, I do enough, I take out the trash, that's good enough. No, that's not good enough because of X, Y, Z. If, I, if I'm talking about happy spouse, happy house, right. I would just leave it and say, you know what, I'm going to take one for the team and I'm going to just go on and go ahead and clean up this whole house and he just has to take out the trash. But he should be also, so I see what you're saying, so that you're that, just trying to make him happy. But yeah. that's why they say like marriage is not 50-50. No. It's 100, 100. Yeah. You both have to give 100%. And exactly. I feel like if my main focus is to make my husband happy and his main focus is to make me happy, then we're both going to be happy. But yeah. a lot of times, people's main focus is to make themselves happy. And that's not conducive to a long-term relationship because nobody wants to be the uh, afterthought, you know? Yeah, yeah. And nobody, I mean, I don't want nobody, nobody wants the shame of a failed marriage. So if you knew who you were marrying or, you know, got to know the person more deeper than that lust feeling, like in the early stages, like y'all got to have some hard times in y'all relationship prior to getting married. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have those arguments. You got to have those deep, deep, deep conversations that you wouldn't tell nobody. I feel like I said, I could tell 
my husband anything and he wouldn't judge me at all. No my more. husband would be judging. <laughs> my husband would not judge me at all. Now, if I say I want to go <laughs> run outside naked, he'd be like, oh, heck no, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, if I wanted to do something, he will always do it like he wants, you know, to make me happy. But I feel like I could tell him anything and I wouldn't be afraid to tell him or ashamed to tell him. Right. So people should have those same type of feelings um, when they're getting married to their spouse. They should be your number one go-to person. Yeah, I I think that it's imp- it's important that you guys have that foundation. And, and I think like when I used to hear people talk about marrying their best friend, I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. until I got with my husband and uh-huh. he's like my best friend like I feel like I tell you everything but I really really tell him everything you know? yeah so if you want to talk crap about me you're gonna tell that go to, to your husband <laughs> yeah like you ain't gonna tell me you getting on my nerves you're gonna tell your husband like let me tell you what Kristani did that was irritate the heck out of me what should I do you know like that's where you get your advice from or anybody. And then when you mad at him, that's when you go to your friends. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. But no, I get you. I, 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 marriage is, that's why marriage is so important to me because it shouldn't be just a thing to just check off. Yeah. A lot of people think, especially women have been trained to think that that's what they're supposed to do in life. Get yep. married. Yep. And, and I feel not. like that causes us to overlook certain things. That yep. once you're in the marriage, let's say two or three years in, those little things that got on your nerves, they don't go away. It's like they get Heck magnified no. because yeah. you're in like you're in like a hot box with that person, you know, oh, once yeah. you're married. And then I feel like when I first got married, I felt like I felt not a panic setting in, but like every little thing, it could be the smallest thing, like let's say leaving the toilet seat up or something. And mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, my God, do I have to deal with this for the rest of my life? Like, this is every time for the rest of my life, this toilet seat is going to be left up. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might drown in the middle of the night. Like, it was like, it would send me into I'm going to drown in the middle of the night. Have you never <laughs> fell into the toilet, girl, in the middle of the night? That thing no, felt like drowning. because we had that conversation. <laughs> that toilet seat remains down at all times. If it's ever up, you are in trouble. I don't do my that. My husband's friend came over and use the bathroom you know like he was here and he went and used the bathroom mm-hmm. and he's gone or whatever and i went in the bathroom and i saw that toilet seat up and it was like the cr- oh, i was like hey, what is oh, happening oh, oh. and then who did this did you do this <laughs> no i was the friend yeah tell your friend that's what i tell whenever you when people put the toilet seat down like it's first of all it's only courtesy to do that for women, period. You know. But I think if you're a single guy living by yourself, you don't put. No, your when you down. if if you go into if I go into the bathroom, right? If I go into your house, I notice that your toilet seat is up. Uh huh. After I use it, and I'm talking about the lid, not the right. like the whole thing. If the lid is up, I'm gonna make sure that it stays up. You oh, know, I'm girl, a, I don't do that. I don't like to lit up, but if my no, lid but I'm is just down, saying, like I don't pay attention. Oh gosh, now I'm thinking back of everyone's house. Oh, hell. <laughs> but my thing is, I'm gonna try to leave it as you know, as it was found. Yeah. As it was found, I'm not gonna be just in a, a daggone well and gonna leave it all the way up with the seat and the lid. Girl, that thing the is heck? like a death trap. Girl, in the middle of the two o'clock in the morning. 
you know, that happened one time. Was I pregnant? <laughs> I would have died. I <laughs> I'd have been so pissed. I would have woke him up at 2 a.m. It is the worst. The, oh my god, it's the grossest thing. First of all, it's the worst feeling, and it's like you know, like have you ever been in a chair and it like went too far back? It's like you know what's happening, but you can't stop yourself. Girl, that, that is, is the so worst. disgusting. Yes, I would. Any men died. listening, put the toilet seat down. See, it down, because <laughs> if first of all, you go get it. <laughs> as soon as she sits down and that butt touch that water oh, oh it's a wrap if and that, I don't uh, care uh, what mm. you try to tell me toilet, toilet bowl water seems naturally disgusting Dust, yeah yeah. don't I try agree. to tell me it's fresh water fresh it's in a toilet it's gross okay let's talk about something else that stuff is so uh, yeah, I hate toilets that's my but That's yeah, my but phobia. I, think, I, hate I think that a person could easily have a happy and fulfilled life without getting married, even if they choose not to have like a a life partner or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to get married to be happy. Yeah, and I think that that like I don't think that marriage is really that important anymore because I feel like if you are, I feel like it's easier. Because as a wife, I have certain rights that, like, let's say if he had a car accident and he was unconscious and we were the same thing that we are today, but not married, then I would have to prove to them that I have the right to go in and see him and the right to make decisions for him, even though I know what his wishes are and how he would want to be treated in that situation. Yeah. Without the title of wife, then now I have to jump through hoops to try to prove that if he wants something different than what his family thinks, because it would probably default to his parents. And, you know, like if they don't know the conversations that we've had and what his wishes are, now I have to fight against them. So I think it's just easier to be married in certain situations versus to just live, I guess, in a common law type of scenario. Yeah. But I I don't think it's necessarily essential because you could just give power of attorney and put yep. all the paperwork together. There's a lot of you things. You can still have can a do. joint bank account. Like you can still basically be married and have all the same benefits now. It just would take and not more. be legal. Yeah, because yeah, I think you can also have, you should know this, you can have insurance on somebody living in your household. Like, they don't have to be yeah. Oh, like, you're talking about life insurance. Health. Health insurance, it just depends. If it's an employer plan, some employers don't allow it. So, okay. like, um, when we were engaged, I was able to put him on my insurance as a domestic partner. Okay. But now that was marriage legalized back then i can't remember but i know that now like for my current employer we we don't do domestic partnerships if you're not legally married that girlfriend of 10 years is not coming on your policy oh yeah yeah so it just depends on, on the employer. like the employer but i i'm i think if you were to go to like out to obamacare's marketplace then maybe you could I do like a can. joint plan or something together yeah i i it's crazy how different marriage is viewed now mm-hmm. than it was 50 years ago, you know? Yep. Shoot, even 20 years ago. And I think that also different. goes towards, like, the divorce thing because 
like 50 years ago, you were going to put up like, you know how they have like those stories about men having families in two different cities and they was going out to work, coming home and beating on their wives and stuff. Yeah. You kind of mm-hmm. were forced into staying in those scenarios yeah, because divorce you, your options option. were limited. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't have to put up with no crap. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like yep. I can go live by an apartment by myself continue to live my same standard of living with or without yep. a man so and I think- to and to be honest with that attitude and I, I disagree with it i wouldn't take that crap either mm-hmm. but with that attitude that's why people easily get divorced you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't have to deal with this crap i don't have to i don't have to work for nothing like a little argument about a house chore or and stuff like that like, we're in a new year's apartment complex i gotta go <laughs> You ain't putting no effort into this cleaning. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. Like yeah, to me, I feel like true. maybe you should work at it a little bit. Yeah. But in regards to another person, like you have an affair or yeah. having a whole a whole family, those non non negotiable. Those women in back in the day, I'm telling you, y'all some strong women to deal with that type of stuff. And um, but I, I don't even know if it's strong or is the fact that they was scared to do something else or they were forced I, to I stay in that, that marriage. I think people in general, I think especially black women, black men as well, mm-hmm. we are very resilient and we can, people can adapt to any situation and find ways to survive the worst of situations, you know? Yeah. But I also think that once options, opportunities present themselves for you to get out of a bad situation, most people are going to take that in, you know. Do you feel like when people, I want to say a woman, but man or woman are in those predicaments where they're treated badly in their marriage, Mm -hmm. do they channel their energy into something else like the kids? Where their main focus now is... We're not talking... You're not talking about domestic violence. You're talking about he's out gambling and cheating. Yeah, stuff okay. like that. Even... even, And that's a topic, too. Even if you talk about domestic violence. Like, somebody said, I'm gonna... I'm just gonna keep on enduring this because I want the kids to have a family. Um, well, let's not talk about domestic violence because that's a whole nother... Yeah, that's a whole nother deep. level. But I think that for... There's a general, like, somebody sticking through something for the benefit of their kids. I think that I could. I I, I don't, I mean, I, of course we all have our limits, and I'm not going to be in a situation that makes me miserable. But I yeah. do think that I would, I could see if if things are amicable, that we could. What is amicable? Hope, like, we're, we don't hate each other. It's not a toxic environment. We're cordial to each other. We're still, we just decided, hey, we've drifted apart. And I don't like, I don't want to be married. But he's dating somebody else. If, but we're, we have agreed upon this. Not that I still love him and want to be with him. We've agreed. Then I could see us cohabitating to provide. Because to me, I feel like it's, and maybe, you know, this is from my perspective in the environment that I'm in currently, but I feel like it's beneficial, it's easier to raise a kid with two parents in the household. Oh, it is. So I could see being like, okay, well, you sleep in, you have that room, I'll have my room. We'll essentially be roommates and co-parent, but 
th- that would I feel like it, it's 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 expecting a lot of things are in play that oh, make yeah. that still the better scenario because if we're nitpicking and we're arguing with each other and I'm jealous and he's jealous and we're yelling then you need to separate. But yeah. if you're in an environment where you can still be friends, we can still watch TV together and he can cook dinner some nights, I can wash the dishes some nights. He can drop them off. I can pick them up. Then I feel like, hey, save money for college. I think that's so rare. I, I, I think I mean, it's like, definitely rare. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine myself. I, I, I can't imagine myself doing that. But I mean, I don't. I hope that never happens. Right. But I, that's that's a tough one. I feel like there, obviously there's a reason why we are drifting apart. So I would need to be apart. We can still have a happy household or our kids can be happy living two separate lives, you yeah. know, like not even being in the same household. Like I would think in that situation that you would need to still be very honest with the kids about what it is. Oh, yeah. Because to. to like, because I know what you're talking about, people that just stay married and pretend like everything is good. And then the second the kids turn 18, they're like, oh, yeah. Bye. We, I got to get a divorce. Yeah. We like, hated each point, other for 10 like, years. <laughs> it's like you shouldn't stop your life. For your kids. For your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, we love our kids dearly, but I don't think your kids should um, dominate what you do in your life. Like yeah. they shouldn't like if you want to get out, like you don't have to go and date somebody tomorrow after you say, Hey, we're not together. You can, if you want to, but you don't have to, maybe you just want to focus on yourself, you know? Yeah. So I think, or maybe what it would be easier is to get like a little two bedroom apartment down the street from the house. And then y'all switch out. Some days you stay in the apartment and let no, the kids have no, stability. No. I need to have my own space. And you do. That's why I said two space. bedroom. You got your bedroom. <laughs> no, I'm not going back and forth. I'm going to have my house. You so have your you house. So you feel like it's, it's inconvenient for you to do it, but it's okay for a five-year-old to do it? I would rather be the one that goes First back all, and forth versus the kid. The, how you guys set up your arrangements is how you set up the arrangement. I'm going to make it as comfortable as they can where they have stuff here. They'll have stuff in his house. They're not going to miss anything. They don't have to. I, that's where it's. That's where it goes where you, your kids are controlling or basically setting up how your life is going to be. I'm not going to be living in a house with somebody or even going back and forth on this random apartment that don't have like why is it random y'all it's a random apartment no i ain't picking nothing out with him (laughs) (laughs) no and then i'm gonna be arguing like this fool didn't even take out the trash okay what about this this? what if what if y'all bought two next door or same street local houses or apartments or whatever could you do that Heck no, I ain't going to be able to do that. <laughs> no. If we separated, we separated. I mean, that would be ideal. But if, I, if I'm if i separated from you, I don't want you to know who is coming in and out my house. Yeah. So, I think, no. I think my scenario in my mind is like the ideal. I, I don't I don't expect that it's likely. Yeah. But if, I'm, if I could have it the way that I would want it, I would want it to end... Like on a positive. Yeah. I get that. And if that is possible, then maybe. But I feel like if I'm going to separate from you, this it got to be something where I just, I just don't want that you a part of me. Like, 
don't know what I'm trying to say, but I you, I don't want you to be a part of my life like that. So I, I, separate. But we're we gonna be a part of coming from two different. Like I feel like part of the reason why our answers are different is because our upbringing was different. Yeah. Because you grew up in a two parent household and I yeah. grew up in a single parent household. Mm-hmm. So for me, like the ideal situation would be to still provide that two parent household for my kids, even if we're not romantically attached. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. But, but I'm I, just but, looking but at also, it. Also, I'm think I'm taking my situation into account with my husband where it's not a like it's not he's not abusive he's he's a great dad you know what i mean like I but obviously I also, something happened where you don't feel like he's that great because you don't want to marry him anymore or you don't want to be with him anymore well that's why i'm saying i don't know i don't think that impacts my desire for him to have the a constant relationship with his kids no 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 i don't think that i'm, I'm just talking about being a part of your life like if we shared anything an apartment or a house and we come in and out the house i just think that's too but much I, I feel like i gave and this is for me for for me mm-hmm. for i <laughs> i sacrificed that right to cut him out of my life when i decided to have kids with him so for me i would i am forever attached to him so oh yeah. He can I don't have to want to be with him romantically, but there is no well, I'm upset with him or there's a reason why I don't like him now, so now I'm going to do x y and z. Like I can't speak for him and how he would want to ha- handle it in that scenario, but for me and what I would the ideal situation, I would want to provide my kids with both of their parents because we both love those girls. We both do for them. They both love us. And I don't want to spend summers away from my kids because they're with their dad on the other side of town or other side of the country. Like, we all, of course, need a break from our kids. But I I don't want to split time with my kids. You know, like, I want us to, to still have that present relationship for both of us. But because I feel, I feel like it's important for me to have it, but I feel like it's equally important for them to have it with their dad. I understand that, but if y'all are in a happy relationship, it's going to be fun to be around somebody. But if you don't care for him in that in that way, there, something had to happen for you guys to say, I'm not, I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I feel like we're not on the same page or... Something had to happen. Like, you just don't fall out of love with somebody just randomly. I, I, I just I feel like. I get what you're saying. So, if you feel like I don't want to be with you anymore, like, why would I want to be faking around the kids? Like, oh, let's but, all get but together. I'm not, and... that. I'm not saying faking around the kids. I'm saying I don't like him, but he is still their dad. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to do anything to impact their relationship with that with him. Just like I wouldn't want him to do anything to impact their relationship with me. Regardless but if they know that you guys are separate, other, but if they know that you guys are separate, if y'all stand in the same house together or, you know, is that giving them like the wrong idea of what separation is. I feel like it's going to be what we determine it is. So we're going to be, that's why I say you have to be very clear with your kids. Like that, 
you know, what the situation is. But I feel like what separation means for, for my family could be totally different than what it means for a different family. And we've got a lot of factors that are going to determine if any of this stuff is even possible. Yeah. But I feel like if, if he developed a habit that I just said, you know what, I can't have my kids around this. This is, he's a, he's an alcoholic and he gets abusive. That is a totally different thing than me saying we don't share the same interests anymore. And I just would like to find someone that made me happy. That's those are two different scenarios, and the kids don't have nothing to do with that second scenario. Yeah, but I feel like you can still be able to live separately and give a good, like how, like give the kids a good, like upbringing or being able to co-parent co-parent with your partner, especially if you guys are not arguing with each other and you guys are, you know, cordial with each other. You guys have no issues with the kids. Y'all agree on, all right, well, let's have Thanksgiving together. Let's have Christmas together where in the morning we'll do this together as a family, but we leave separately at night. I go do my thing. He go do his things. One of us take the kids. I don't feel like just because y'all living in a household together makes their experience better. Because if you, yeah, if you're separate, to me, I think you should show them what separate means. Like, we are going to be great parents. Like, mom and dad, we're going to work together to make sure y'all do well. Y'all have everything y'all need, you know. But we're just not going to be together. I don't want to show them being together, being not being together is us being together. It's that's I, how my thought process but is. But I see what you're saying, but I, I just disagree because I feel like every family is different, right? So... I, I can show them a different way that a family can be if that's the way that our family chooses. It's no different than if we were not married, right? Uh-huh. And we decide that we're going to live together, we're going to have these kids, and we're just not going to get married. Marriage is not for us. We're still showing our kids a different way to be in a relationship. So this is just another side of it where it's a platonic friendship. We're co-parenting. And we are living in whatever scenario for the betterment of the family. And And it's no different than saying we are not getting married, but we're living together. I mean, the family, every family is different. Even though our families are a mom, a dad, and two girls, our families are still very different, even though, like, the structure is the same. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. To know who you marry in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Before you have to get into these scenarios. Right. And when kids come in y'all's lives, it's definitely, it makes it worse. I feel like kids yep. makes your marriage worse in, in yep. terms of, it's a lot more work that you guys have to do together, separately, and you guys have to come to an agreement on how things are going to be handled your kids like to point the fingers against y'all, <laughs> you know, like turn you, turn you on your, on your spouse. So yep. you... It's a lot, so I, I get what you're saying, but that's why it's very important to, a, to make sure you know who you I'm going to ask you one last question before we go on to the next segment, but do you feel like, as a, as a parent of two kids, mm-hmm. do you feel like having the second kid was easier on your marriage than the first kid or harder? Um, I think it was harder. Mm-hmm. Because the first one was, it was hard in a sense because as a mom, you do majority of the work. You know, you 
if you're breastfeeding or nursing your child, you're going to do more of the feedings. Um, you're going to do more of the diaper change. It's just a natural thing that the moms do more than the dads. So you already have that stress as well as the stress of your household. So you already had those arguments prior to having a second child. Like mm -hmm. when I had my daughter, the first one, I was already barking like a dog. Like, you don't do that. Da -da 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 -da. I'm tired. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. And then you thought, oh, the second one should be all right. I know what to expect. To me, it's even harder because you not only dealing with one child, you're dealing with the sec, you know, the, right. you're dealing with the second one and they still doing the same thing that they were doing on the first child. Yeah. So uh, I felt like it was harder, but now that they're older, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Cause they're more self, you know, self-independent. They can do, do things he's able to do. And his issues with the girls is like, I don't like giving them baths. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. it's a female part right but at the same time it shouldn't be all on me you know right. like i'm Not tired them, too uh, five times a day bath yeah <laughs> <laughs> like let's let's be real like if they need baths and i'm out with my friends or something you need to go give them a bath right. i shouldn't have to go give them a bath after i've been hanging out all night and coming home and i got you know i'm tired yeah so th there's it's it was a compromise um, thing for us, but I definitely felt like it was harder in the beginning. But towards the end, it got a lot better. I feel for us, the second child was easier. Okay. Because I feel like we had established a good routine. Yeah. And we were able to like resume it with the second child. We had a lot of growing pains with the first child, a lot of differences in how we wanted to parent. And I feel like, of course, you know me, I'm like the more like, not aggressive one, but like, I'm like researching everything and I, she needs to be doing this and we need to make sure that we read her 10 books a day and did it. Yeah. And I feel like part of it was on the second child. I had relaxed those expectations a little bit. Yep. Like she's not going to, you know, melt away if I don't read her a book tonight. Um, <laughs> but also I feel like he has, you know, five years of experience as a dad now. So yeah, I feel so like he definitely out. like stepped up and brought his a game, you know, with this one, because I will tell you, I have not in 10 months had to get up in the middle of the night with this one. That's a good man. That's a good man. Yeah. That's a good man. So he definitely stepped up. So I feel like this second one was a little bit easier for us because we did have a routine. But I, like in isolation, like as far as which which kid was more difficult, this one was more difficult for the reasons that you said because you have that other kid that you also have to think about. And mm -hmm. trying to make sure that you're giving them all they need and giving them attention and still showing them love, but also, you know, bonding with this other kid, which I, I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I had trouble bonding with the baby. Mm, so, um, like there was like a lot of different issues, I feel yeah. like, but as far as it, how it was for our marriage, this one was smooth sailing, like. We didn't, we didn't really have any issues with parenting, but the first time around, it was a struggle. Yeah, it's always going to be a struggle the first time because yeah. 
I mean, you, I would assume that you have like talks a little bit about how you want to raise your kid, but when you're actually doing it, it may be yeah. completely different than what you <laughs> thought it was going to be. So you're like, yeah, I don't really want to do this, this spanking. Like, I don't really want that. Yeah. I didn't really like that growing up. And then when you get into it, like, no, this little girl deserved a little spanking because she, <laughs> she was rude, out of control, having a tantrum, you know? And then it's like, you know, y'all got to agree on it. You know, should right. you do it or should I do it? Or, you know, because yeah. the kids will, mommy said, I can't um, go outside. Can I? Go? Oh no, mm-hmm. no, no. I want to go outside. Mommy. No. Daddy, can I go outside? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Daddy now, said I can go outside. Daddy said, I, where are you going? <laughs> Daddy said I can go outside. I told you you can't go outside. And mm-hmm. then if he said, well, it's all right. They can go outside. No. If I said no, yeah. then you oh, need to be agreeing with me. Yep. You know? And we are very, like, I was saying. We're that. like we are definitely on the same a team that. yeah yeah because if if he finds out that i told her no and he because you know he gonna tell her yes oh yeah you know that he's a spoiler all off the top but if he find out <laughs> mid eating that popsicle that i had told he like give me that you cannot have no more <laughs> yeah. ever again in life and that's know? how it should be it <laughs> yeah. should be you know you as parents you guys have to be a team mm-hmm. and that's exactly how we are too like if i if i disagree with what he did in terms of the discipline, it could be like, I didn't really like how you yelled at her or whatever it yeah. is. I'm not going to say it in front of them because right. I don't want them to know that we disagree. You know? Yeah. Or she'd be like, well, I know you. I got in trouble with you, but can you not tell daddy? No. <laughs> I'm going to tell him too so you can get in trouble again because you should know better. That's so right. it's, it's, it's tough with kids and I think uh, having children definitely touches Past your marriage. Yeah, definitely. So, um, and so that's a great uh, intro to the topic for next week. We're going to basically be continuing this conversation. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about whether uh, what comes first in your relationship, your husband or your kids, kids, and what comes first, your marriage or your family, like the family that you were raised with. So, um, We'll have basically like a two-parter, right? Yep. The marriage part series. One. The marriage series. I like that. <laughs> so this is the end of marriage series one. This is the end of marriage series one. And so now Next it's week. time for Crystal's Carrots. Bum, so bum, bum. so we got <laughs> a uh, letter from somebody. So thank Yay! you so much for the anonymous person that wrote in. I feel super special. So I'm Mm going to read you guys the email and then I'm going to respond. So it says, hello, I need some advice from (laughs) Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) When I read that girl, I was like, okay. Oh, cloud nine. (laughs) Y'all just boost her head about 10 times. (laughs) It says, I am a married working mom and I feel like I am in a hump with myself. My husband and I have been married for five years and we have two kids. But I feel like my husband and I are complacent in our relationship. I'm not in the best shape since having my children, but my husband does not complain. But we are in a routine. We do the same thing every day. Wake up, take care of the kids, eat and sleep. How can I spice things up in our relationship? And what can I do to get us out of this normal routine that we are stuck in? All right, Crystal, go ahead and say it. <laughs> she pulled out all the tough questions in this one. 
What um, should she do? So first off, I would say that she needs to stop being so hard on herself because she's in this email putting herself down. Yeah. And she sounds like an amazing person. Like, mm-hmm. not being in the best shape, but her body has produced two kids. And Heck her yeah. husband seems to like what he sees. She said he ain't complaining. She said he is quite happy with how I look. You better love that body, girl. And so I feel like the number one thing that we have to do is to not be hard on ourselves. Like, yeah. like you're not in the best shape. Like, I feel like when I think about how I, like, okay, but I used to be so much smaller. I used to be in such better shape. I'm talking about when I was 17. You know what I mean? Like, I was still a kid. Well, I was like 25. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when you talk about, like, the best shape of your life, yeah. you were younger. Yeah, I get you. Genetically, biologically, our bodies are going to change. And yes, they are. Especially when you've had children. Yeah. That wreaks havoc on your body. And we it definitely does. do not all have the quote unquote snapback. So first off. Or personal trainers. Or personal trainers and home <laughs> chefs making us <laughs> vegan lunches. <laughs> Say what? Because if I got to eat one more salad, okay? I mean. Girl. <laughs> uh-uh. I hate um, those. So yeah. And then she talks about being in a routine, which includes waking up, taking care of the kids, eating and sleeping. We, I have personally been there and that is, that gets yeah. really quick and exhausting. Oh so, yeah. So she definitely is on the right track when thinking about trying to spice things up and getting out of that routine. So Mm -hmm. I would say if you don't already have a set bedtime for your kids, this is the time to institute a bedtime that is early enough for you and your husband to still have some one-on-one time after they go to sleep. Yep. And whatever it is that you guys do, if you're going to, have a glass of wine and talk about the day. If you're going to do like me and my husband, which is watch raunchy TV shows that you Uh don't want your kids to see. (laughs) If you're going to play video games together, if you're going to work out together, whatever it is, just the two of you, um, put the kids to bed and take that time. Even if it's just an hour and prioritize that, like don't skip it for anything, you know? Make yeah. that a focus just like you make it a focus to take care of your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say if finances allow to do at least a monthly date night, drop your kids off with their grandparents, their aunties, their godmothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hint, hint. Or buy, um, not buy a nanny but uh what is it oh yeah um, babysitters what are they called what do you do with them don't tell me to lie because i don't do it uh, whatever you got to do to get a babysitter find a babysitter <laughs> find a baby find a babysitter <laughs> i said rent a babysitter uh find a babysitter pay. that you know that you trust with your kids one of those websites where they do background checks and all that and go and have like an actual date where you yeah. guys get dressed up where it's planned you can maybe take turns. One month he picks the date, the next month you pick the date, and go out and do something because ultimately routines are important because they keep us on track. They make sure that things run smoothly when you're running a household, but it can get monotonous and boring, and your marriage is just as important as 
any other relationship in your life. And so you can't allow it to fall to the wayside and just become something that doesn't get nurtured. Yeah. Because you chose him for a reason and you want to make sure that you're keeping that at the forefront of your mind. So that's my advice. One, stop being so hard on yourself. And two, definitely prioritize your relationship and find ways to spend one-on-one time with your husband so that you guys can keep that, um, that spice going. Spice. And like child you were free saying, spice. <laughs> definitely child free spice. Um, and she also mentioned like, um, being in a routine, like she don't really like, I wish she's being Dude. like, um, in a hump, like yeah. herself, like dress yourself up a little bit, go buy you a nice outfit. Yeah. It don't have to be fancy. You can go to Walmart. Walmart got some Walmart nice stuff. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all ever see me, <laughs> you see Walmart. Walmart specials. Okay. Yeah. They got some nice clothes. You can go to Ross, anywhere like that, where you can get a nice outfit dress up for your date nights. That's mm-hmm. something that um, we are starting to do is dress up for our date nights. Like, do something out of the norm. Or not even for your date night. Like, dress up for... Period. Go to the store. Like, yeah. I, when COVID happened, you know, you're in the pandemic, girl, wearing sweatpants to Walmart, don't care who the heck see you. You covered up in the face anyway, so nobody gonna really know who you are. So, now I feel like, man, I gotta get out this hump. I make sure I bought me a nice clothes, wear some sandals, some heels or something to make yourself feel better. You know, like why not? Yeah. And your husband's going to notice that too. Mm-hmm. And he going to want a lot more spice when he sees that. He going to put them kids to bed at 615. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he already not, you know, caring about your appearance, if you put on a, a heels or, mm-hmm. you know, a nice dress or something, it's going to make him want you even more. So, yep. Take care of yourself, girl. Even little small things for me, like, I realized that when I put on, like, makeup, I feel mm-hmm. better. And I don't do a full face. I don't do foundation and all that. But just yeah. a little mascara, a little lip gloss, it, like, perks me up. Yeah. And I feel better about myself. Even though I'm sitting in the house, sometimes I don't even have meetings. Like, no one is seeing me. Yeah. But I can feel that I feel better when I take a little time for myself self yep that's right that's a really great point nicole yep definitely girl like i said go to walmart they got some nice stuff in there or if you got a lot of money go to macy's go to dillard's go to Saks, or wherever those expensive stores that we don't go to like one thing that for me that i had to realize is that like especially after having kids my body is different so i may have a lot of clothes but I don't wear them because yeah. they don't fit me like they used to fit. Things fit tighter or looser, and I yeah. don't like it. And so you may need to invest in getting a few new pieces that do make you feel your best in whatever shape you're in now. Yeah. However and- you look now, if you look on Instagram, there are women of all sizes rocking some fancy killer outfits outfits yeah where they are living their best lives at every size so you can look good no matter what shape you're in and you can feel good about how you look even if you're trying to get into better shape or trying to eat healthier doesn't mean that you have to wait to start feeling good about yourself till you get to that point you know yep that's right 
Well, thank you so much for the letter. I feel super special that you reached Yay! out to me. Um, please let us know if you uh, take any of this advice, if it works for you, and let us know how things are going. Keep in touch. And anyone else that wants to have your letter featured, please send us an email. Um, I'm excited to look at, at it. The in loss, at the in suite <laughs> at gmail.com. That's right. And then join us next Tuesday at 7 o'clock. No, if- 6.45. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be the social media, but I know the schedule. So Nicole 6.45. <laughs> she called me at 6. What's how did you text me? Where you at? 6.45. <laughs> That. Here we go. The meat said 645. Where are you? She was nowhere to be found. Nowhere, girl. Upstairs. Like, what is she talking about? <laughs> so she don't look at she don't look at my emails. <laughs> so yeah, but 645 next week. We're gonna do it on Facebook. Um, so definitely go to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's the in-law suite. So um, so yeah, so we'll see y'all next week. Yay! That's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us at the in-law suite. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the in-law suite and leave us a review on Apple podcasts. Email us your thoughts, questions, and wildest stories at the in-law suite at gmail.com. And make sure you come back to the in-law suite next week, Friday at 8 a.m. for a brand new episode available everywhere you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye.